Welcome to the Breadwinner Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Tay Daniels. I'm a multi-business owning wife and mom that lives in the Midwest. I teach women how to be unapologetic in their journey to success, how to stop making decisions out of fear and step into their CEO shoes, to want more for their life, and to build a business that they not only love, but they're extremely proud of. On this podcast, I will be giving you my no BS advice and perspective on business, life, and motherhood. So grab your drink, put on those headphones, or cover your child's ears, and let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Breadwinner Energy Podcast. We are back with another Female Founder Friday. Today, we have Stephanie Danforth with us. She's the owner of the e-com design agency, Empowered E-Commerce, and the co-founder of the meditation and wellness brand, Mindful and Modern. She loves creating new things and helping others in their entrepreneurial journey. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for being a guest on our show today. I am excited as well. Um, I do have a couple e-commerce people in my current academy, and so I think they're really going to love this. Um, I'm definitely new to this side of the world, but I'm really interested on all the things you have to share. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so different, honestly. Like I, me working, obviously, with the service services as well versus e-com there complimentary but very different yeah I hear that a lot so why don't you tell us first a little bit about yourself and how did you get started as a Shopify and e-commerce expert okay yeah 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 so with my agency um and Shopify design and web design all that stuff so I actually started as a freelancer um really in web design and then kind of branched into branding once I realized like how important branding was for web design it kind of felt like that was always a missing piece um, so yeah, I freelanced for a long time, just myself, um, getting clients on Upwork and, you know, Facebook groups and, and wherever else, um, which was really great. I got, I think I got time to kind of like hone my skills because I was completely self-taught as well. Like never went to school for anything. Um, yeah. And then in 2020, uh, things were going really well. I started learning a lot more about business really more than anything and really figured out, okay, here's how I can run projects better and like project management and contracts and like lead gen and marketing and like everything you need to really have more of a business versus just like I'm a freelancer doing tasks for somebody. Um, and that really, I think helped me grow. And so I started to get too many projects. Um, and then I wanted to keep working and it felt like a good opportunity to transition into an agency. Actually, it was really funny because, um, I was working in both things at once, like freelancing and then also, you know, running um, the meditation brand with my two co-founders at the same time. And I was actually going to quit completely freelancing because I was getting a little bit tired of client work and like trying to navigate everything. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to wrap up projects, but I had so many things going on. I was like, I can't wrap up all my projects. And so that was part of me bringing people on was like, I need someone to help me finish it. And then we still kept getting leads. I was like, well, it'd be really silly to just quit at this point. Like I've built up so much up until this point. So um, it ended up being a smoother transition than I expected, like bringing in people to work on certain aspects of the projects, like branding or Shopify or whatever it was. Um, And then, yeah, it just kind of scaled from there. Well, that's awesome. So it just really naturally became an agency. And how cool is it too, that people just continued to come to you, even though you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure this is for me, but it just kept happening. That's amazing. 
Yeah. 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 It's, it's funny. I feel like actually for me, like giving it up was kind of important. Like yeah. there's a certain part of it that's like becomes your identity when you get really like involved in something. Yeah. I think I kind of needed to do that to be like, okay, like I could just work in the e-commerce brand and like just do that and I'd be fine. Um, to then actually be able to like run it better almost. Yeah. Like step back from it. Yeah. Exactly. I think there's always this transitional point in business where it's like, okay, I've taken the clients, I've been the person to do all the things, but now I have to step into actually those CEO shoes to actually grow and scale the business. Um, it is really uncomfortable, but it, it's that pivotal moment that you can't really avoid if you want to scale. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Can you kind of tell us, I mean, you you know, you said, you know, you went from that solopreneur into like having a real business. So can you tell us how you grew from being a bootstrap solopreneur to having a real business? So managing that transition, learning how to be a CEO and learning how to build businesses to be more sustainable. Oh man. Yeah. I feel like it's a big thing that I'm still working on. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so interesting when you start really like, like committing to it and going through the process. Um, I feel like the place we're at right now as an agency, like still being, you know, not to the million mark, like closer to that, like three to 500 K mark, we're still like quite small. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, we have so much opportunity and like room to grow now. And like so many things that you can do. Um, but yeah, I remember early on for me, I think it was really important to commit to it. Actually, when I made the transition to the agency was when I started um, looking for like business coaches and stuff yeah. because I felt like I needed someone to help me be accountable because for me, like before being just a solopreneur, I had like had a different e-commerce brand and like random other side projects, like five of them yeah. for <laughs> forever, you know? And it's just like, but all of them were like, oh, it maybe makes like 20 bucks here and yeah. there, not like anything. Yeah. So it was good, I think, to commit to it and to like help get some support and like accountability. And, um, and I think even before that too, when I started realizing how much was involved in like really running a business, like contracts and like legion and marketing and like processes and then like let alone team and all that stuff. I was really overwhelmed. I think at the first, so like finding resources to help with those things was really helpful. And then again, like deciding and like committing to it instead of just like, okay, I'm just going to freelance forever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is committing and then showing up. And so if, if you feel, if you're a business owner and you feel overwhelmed or stressed, or you feel like, you know, I can't do it alone, which really none of us should be. That's where you have to decide, like, where am I going to seek that help to help? Like who can help me stay committed and be accountable. And so for you, it was a business coach. For me, it was a business coach. Um, you know, that accountability in that community and that group, it's been, for me, it's been life-changing because it's, you have a group that's, again, you have to show up for. I mean, you don't, but you're paying money. So, right. <laughs> that keeps yeah. us accountable. Um, but also, you know, just wanting to move forward in the business, but not exactly knowing how. So it's like you have, again, you have that coach, that community, that program to be like, okay, we're here. We're showing up together every week, but we're also talking about how to move the needle into being a CEO. And I think 
most people start out, it is a side hustle. It is services. It's just make money. And then it gets to this point where you're like, okay, I'm either way in over my head or no one told me about this other side of business, right? Like you said, the contracts, the processes, the marketing, all the things that go into actually running a business. Um, so tell us, how do you deal with the imposter syndrome or self-sabotage and the transition from solopreneur to then having those large teams? Because right, even for me, going into having a team, um, new, what is the word? Um, I mean, new fears, of course, kick in. But at new levels in your business, imposter syndrome also can still happen, right? So how do you deal with it? Oh, man, I think I'm so I think I'm still navigating this as well. Like, I think it's, it's so interesting as you're growing and start to have all these people under you. And and like, you know, some of my team members are older than me as well, which is a really interesting dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> and like trying to navigate that. It's really new for me. I, I mean, I think I actually did quite well, like in previous jobs and stuff, like, you know, being more middle management, like always having people over me because you're not responsible for everything. So yeah, getting to this point of like, I have to be the one to make decisions and I have to be the one, like at the end of the day, everything comes back to me yep. and figuring out like how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a really interesting transition for sure. I would say like, getting a good routine has really helped me actually like I thought I would want to be more flowy and kind of like some days maybe but I find if I don't really have routine like I'm lost I'm like there's a million things I could be working on like all the people that need me so like I've started to try and be more like okay I'm going to check these things first like check on the team I'm going to check on the clients I'm going to check like all these things and you know kind of get touch all your bases and then um, yeah, so that's helped me a lot. Um, and imposter syndrome, I guess, though, kind of getting back to that is, um, I think kind of a constant thing as you're growing because it's yeah. always a new ceiling and like, yeah, like a new level of fear. It's like every time you're like, okay, I know what I'm doing. It's like, cool, we're getting ahead. And then it's like a ton of bricks hits you and you're like, shit, like this is scary. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I love that too. um, You are saying, you know, stick to a schedule or have a schedule. And I think that's really important because I hear so many times people are like, yeah, I just want freedom. I just want to be able to do whatever I want. And I'm like, being a business owner might not be for you because uh, there's not a whole lot of doing whatever you want to be successful. (laughs) Oh, oh, it's so interesting because uh, a lot of the communities here where I'm living in Thailand right now, like, a lot of the communities I originally found here were more like that, like lifestyle entrepreneurs, lifestyle businesses. And people would build these kind of like small side hustles almost where it's you're making two to three K a month. And it's like plenty to live off of in a place like this or, you know, many places in the world. And so that was the goal. And I remember kind of reaching that and being like, this is great, but like, A, is this sustainable? And then B, like, what do I do now? Like, just yeah. I think I always had more drive, you know, than just yeah. like, cool, here's this thing that just yeah. works. But yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. The imposter syndrome stuff. I feel like the mindset, like taking time to work with coaches or like, um, I don't know, listening to podcasts, just like reading books and yep. everything you do. Good. Like, yeah. And like, continuing I don't know meditation self-love like I could do this (laughs) yes (laughs) 
Yeah. Like that constant checking in with yourself just to know that you can trust yourself. You can do it. You've been in maybe worse situations before, but like you said, um, when you have that team under you, you, a new level of responsibility comes in because you're like, I am responsible for these people's well-being, their job, their life, because they work for me now. Um, and you said that even your team members are older than you. And I think that's interesting too, because that's been the same for me. Um, I think all so far, all of my team has been older than me. And like 90% of my clients have been older than me. So it is very, um, it's not weird. Like I really love it. I enjoy it. And it makes me feel like people can trust me. You know, I, I am young, but at the same time, um, I'm very dedicated to what I do. And so I think that it goes to show that if older people are willing to trust you, to work with you, or to even, you know, hire you as a professional, that that means something, right? You're obviously doing something right. So um, mm-hmm. can you share with us more about how you reach big goals? So how do you shift your focus away from solely making money towards actually moving towards like your purpose and your meaning? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, I feel like, I'm, man, you have so many good questions and I'm like, I'm still working on this. <laughs> we all are. We're always forever working. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I would say for like reaching big goals, like uh, planning, I know really helps me. So like uh, in the agency, well, in both businesses, but especially the agency, we do quarterly planning and we do yearly planning. And even then, I think we even like every month or kind of week to week are kind of checking in regularly on like what are we really trying to do here? And like, what are we working towards? I know for me as like a visionary type person, I could be like all over the place. And like one day I'm like, let's do this. And like, yeah. let's do that. so like having the team, I think actually helps ground me a little bit of like, here's our trajectory. And like, here's what we're working on. And this is the vision that I chose. And then I set and like, that's what we're working towards. And then we, we adjust it, you know, based on how it's going um, versus based on all my like wild ideas. Yeah. Um, but that's what a CEO does, right? We are those big visionary people. And then we do have that team to help us be like, actually, this is what yeah. we're doing this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is interesting, actually. I think, uh, I mean, now I'm on like one full year with the agency and really coming to a whole year through everything. And it was like such a big push this last year to like really grow it and like get that foundation. And now we definitely had it. We're like, all right, like, what are we really settling into Mm -hmm. and so I think actually the team has helped determine more of our trajectory and vision than me at times because like for it to be sustainable I'm really conscious of like okay how can we keep these people around and like how do we help them grow and like how do they add value to the business and how does the business bring more value to them and um, so it kind of becomes more about everyone less about me I think now at this point yeah, for sure. And two, I think there there becomes the shift that happens where you're like, there's just people that I genuinely love and love to work with. And I want this for them. And that's what happened for me. And I, I felt that shift of like, I know for a fact, this is my purpose. Like, this is what I was meant to do. But when I started the business, it was like, how do I make money? And then it, it, it became how do I help more people achieve this life that I, I've built for myself and I want to share with everyone? And so I, I kind of think that it, it comes with time. You know, you can't force it, of course. Um, but at some point, you do have to shift. You know, you do have to make that shift towards what is the bigger vision here, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
especially as you're, I think, trying to make it sustainable. That was a big thing for me, especially going bootstrapper to real business was like, wow, this is something that will probably be around for a while. Or maybe I build it to be like sustainable and I sell it or something. But I think once you really get connected to all your your people and like yeah. that whole team, it's kind of hard to be like, okay, now I'm just going to sell this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it becomes like, like your life. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like, yeah. So I think the purpose side kind of just kind of, I don't know, comes with it almost like, yeah, I agree. It definitely does. If there was one piece of advice that you could give women in the online business space, what would it be? Oh man. So much to give, right? (laughs) Yeah. What a question. Online business space in general. Um, I think the biggest thing I would have to say is to just go for whatever it is you're trying to do. Like don't hold back um, and really dive in because there's way more opportunity now than there ever has been. Like I know when I first started online, it was really limited. You really had to like really work to network and connect. But these days with TikTok and Instagram and just like a zillion other platforms that like I'm not on because it's not relevant to me. There's, a million ways to make money online. So like anything that you want to do, anything you're interested in, any business you want to build, like you can absolutely do it in 2021 slash 2022 now. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's all about sticking to it. Like if you really want it bad enough, going all in, taking risks and jumping. Because at the yeah. end of the day, you either give it your all. And even if it doesn't work, you you know, you gave it everything or you half-ass it and it's not going to work anyway. So it's like, yeah. you have nothing to lose. <laughs> and there's so many resources. I think now is one of like, especially if you're really wanting to build a business, not just like a side hustle or like a little Etsy store, or like whatever it is, like there's way more opportunity and resources to like support you in that these 100%. days. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So tell us what is coming up for you and your business in the next three to six months. Oh man. Oh, we're working on so many things, <laughs> especially now that it's like the end of the year, new yeah. year's coming. It's been a busy few years <laughs> with COVID, especially yeah. in e-com. It's like yeah. the best time to get into e-com if you're into e-com. Um, so yeah, with the agency, we're really working on streamlining our um, processes that we're kind of always working on it but we're really solidifying some of our packages and offerings for people on all spectrums because we are kind of becoming like a full service agency for e-commerce on the design and like front end side um so yeah we handle like branding copywriting a little bit um and then definitely shopify so yeah we're really working on kind of fleshing that stuff out and um actually for us we're really trying to work on our marketing because we've relied on all of our leads coming from me with Upwork, which is just like how I got my start. So thankfully it's been enough, but we really want to like establish ourselves a little bit more in the, in the scene, if you will. Um, That's a really big focus for us. Um, Yeah. And the e-commerce brand, man, it's like I said, great time to be in e-com. So we're working on developing a lot new, a lot of new products. Um, accessories and stuff that kind of go with meditation like health and wellness and cool um, yeah 
love I'm excited yeah so exciting I cannot wait for 2022 I have a weird like energy feeling that it's gonna be so good so, oh yeah fingers crossed <laughs> yes <laughs> so a yeah. go ahead oh, <laughs> I'm just thinking like we're, we've been through so much the past two years like we're all coming to a good place now <laughs> we deserve it <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we're surviving this these past two years, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So as always, we end every interview with our bonus question, which is if you had to write a book tomorrow, what would you write about? Oh man. Um <laughs> so many things. Oh man. I would probably write I don't know how to say this. It wouldn't be like an autobiography. Like I'm not old enough for that, but (laughs) (laughs) like I've just had so many weird, interesting experiences through living abroad. Um, Like I, my husband and I traveled for three or four years before moving here. And we've been here in Thailand for about five years. So we kind of did the digital nomad thing before it really existed like I remember when a lot of the resources and like talk about that came out um years ago and so we've just had a really interesting I think experience like seeing all of that progress and like how the online business space has changed um from that yeah um, and traveling before it really became a thing and before like Instagram like influencers (laughs) and like all that stuff yeah I don't know like some sort of documentation of that whole journey because it's been really really interesting (laughs) that would be really cool and yeah like you said I mean you started your business in the earlier days and so did I before like virtual assistant was a thing was when I started my first business and so I think it's like carving that path and then you do have so many more experiences to share with people I think that'd be really cool yeah (laughs) yeah Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Can you please tell our listeners um, where they could find you? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're interested in anything about e-com and especially with design and Shopify, um, you can find me at Empowered E-Commerce and that's the link to the agency. Um, So it's empowered-ecommerce.com and then yeah, similar for Instagram. Uh, And then if you're just interested in anything more about me or or mindful my meditation brand or just anything like that in general you can find me online at uh steph danforth uh, (laughs) and i will put all the links down below in the show notes so everyone can go ahead and click them and come check you out hang out with you get to know you better but i first want to say thank you so much for being on today's episode yeah thank you so much for having me this was awesome Of course. And thank you to all our listeners for listening. And I will chat with you guys on the next episode.